Welcome to the Third City Podcast. My name is Brandon Rubin, parent, educator, and aspiring everythingologist. Third City is my attempt to advertise to myself in the midst of a messy communications environment where I'm bombarded by spirit spies and all kinds of people and things telling me what I need to do and what I need to know to send myself the messages I need to hear to make myself into the best person I can be, the one and only Dr. Free. Hopefully it's a model for you to help yourself do the same thing. Everyone should have a fantastic week. Remember to stay curious, to stay present. Recognize that life is a gift, which is the present, which is the now. Be a mark, determination, question everything, including yourself. Move forward through your life with a positive attitude of gratitude. And I look forward to seeing you on the flip side. DNA double helix. Felix the dog, double helix. Felix the dog, DNA. This is double helix, Felix the dog. I'm coming to you in the Third City Podcast for word work. Word work is a part of the podcast where we explore a word of the week, delve into its depth, whether it's in Hebrew or English. And we try to use it as a positive meditation to focus on things we need to know and understand. I'm coming to you live from my just ice cream truck, Dr. Free merchandise deep in the bowels of the gray field, trying to keep myself and the kids of Third City and the School of Wishes inspired with words. And we're working. Join me. We don't call this word play. We call this word work. Like William Wordsworth, we know that words are worth more than just a different dictionary definitions. Each word is a spell, a magic incantation, and we are the, the magicians recognizing the relations between their letters and their order, syllables, abbreviations, right side up, inside out, backwards and forwards, interpretations like the following. Now the word of this week, of this week is wise. W-I-S-E. Now, if you read it the right way, read it inside out, you can see with infinity goggles like Dr. Free. So read it that way. On the inside is is. If you picture wise up in your mind, on the outside of is is we. And that's what I'm trying to define. That we is wise, we is wise, we is we is wise. Read it inside out and do it a million times. We is wise, we is wise, we is we is we is wise, we is wise, we is wise, we is wise. So we is the we, the worthwhile endeavor. It's the collective consciousness of whatever the we is. In the case of the bluish people, the Torah Shabbat and the ancient oral tradition, the wisdom of the collective consciousness of the bluish people, or of all people, or of all living things, is wisdom. And wisdom is tracing things back to the source and origin, which is the creator, which is nothing, which is everything. And we see that from the Hebrew word of chachma. Chachma means wisdom in Hebrew, and it, really if you break it down, it means the koachma, that's the power of asking questions, and that's the vanilla gorilla who plays 
the why game, also known as Vanilla Gorilla Theater, always asking why, always asking questions like Mark Determination. This is Felix the Dog, Double Helix Felix, to let you know the word of the week is wise, we is wise, inside out. Wisdom is asking questions and driving, always to reach the source, which you'll never get to, but you got to drive to that. I endorse the source, Double Helix Felix the Dog. Thank you for joining me on Word Work. Do you love your pet? Do you love your friend? Do you love your smartphone? Do you love your artificial intelligence personal assistant? What if you could wrap all of them into one? That's what we call the micro macro, micro macro, micro macrophone, also known as the fun do ball. This is Propaganda Panda. This week, the podcast is sponsored by the fourth tool from Dr. Free, the micro macro, micro macro macrophone, also known as the fun do ball. Rolling up your pet, your friend, your smartphone, your AI assistant, all that you need to one little package you can play, you can pray. All you got to do is go to www.drfree.com, put in the coupon code FUNDUBALL, it's two words, F-U-N-D-U space B-A-L-L, and there you might be able to pick up the first FUNDUBALL coming out of the factory in the pharmacy from the banana ship. This is Propaganda Panda, also known as the Bipolar Bear. Have a wonderful week. This is Mayor Ark coming to you from the basement stable. Shari Deem opened 24 hours, the gates of tears. Here, deep in the depth of Third City, we're in the basement. Today we're talking about the tools of Dr. Free. And one of the tools we've been talking about last week are some of the names of Dr. Free. His alii, or aliases. This week we're going to talk about his alias. Dr. Free is also known as the archetype writer. Dr. Free has figured out how to communicate, not just using sounds, not just using light, but using a combination of sounds, light, word, numbers, and colors, where he's able to take the essential, abstract, archetypal concepts and communicate them, similar to emojis in three dimensions, vocalizing from his face, from his mind. That's why he's called the archetype writer. The archetypes could be the wheel, the flag, the sign, the face, Dr. Free's alphabet of archetypes is the essential guidepost to communication in the 23rd century. This is Mayor Ark with another episode of the tools of Dr. Free. This week we talked about Dr. Free's alias, the archetype writer. Have a great week. This is Brandon the Bluesmith coming to you from the Banalis ship. 
Pirate Radio, WEWE 22.2 on your dial. We're underneath the blue sky here. You hear the waves crashing in the background. The Banalis Podcast, where we reach out to the kids of Third City, to the students of the School of Wishes, and we give some background and information about Third City, its history, its past, its nature, and its culture. This week, we're going to introduce two characters who are mysterious to us, but who live in the background of the Carnival of Peace. They're known as the Wisesteens. All we know about the Wisesteens is one, their names are Wisestein, that there's a couple, A and B, blank and blank, maybe Ab and Ima, but their first names still remain a mystery. The Weisteins are elder sages like ghost eyes who have a unique walking meditation relationships structure which they've been teaching to the elders like Steltzu, the infinite elephant, ghost eyes and the like. The Weisteins were once called the Weinsteins, but they evolved and they changed. And now they're helping us help you out in the depths of the woods beyond the camp of the Carnival of Peace in Third City. So if you come across an older man and woman walking through the woods deep outside of Third City, probably the wise scenes and you should ask them for some advice this is brandon the bluesmith with the banales podcast have a wonderful week do you guys remember where we left off the story last Okay, last time we left off the story, the Jimmy B went to find Alex Balance, and then they had the fundu ball, and they played with the fundu ball, yeah. and but he had to come up with a name for his fundu ball. Right. And that's where we're at. So Alex Balance said, "What is it? What's the name? What's the name you came up with?" And he said, "I think, I think I know the name." She said, "What is it?" She said, "I think his name is." Ray. Ray? Ray. And she said, yeah, I like that name, Ray. Ray, like a, like a light Ray? He said, yeah, also, I, I had a friend a long time ago in Third City. Sometimes he used to take me to this place where the blues people go, and he used to say, that you should love everybody just like you like yourself. And I know my fun ball is supposed to be like my, my friend. So He's like a pet. He's like, he's like a pet. He's kind of like a friend. He's kind of like a phone, right? And he's kind of like a... Right? So, so, so Jimmy Beat said to the ball, I think I want to call you Ray. What do you think? And the ball said, yeah, I like that name. I like that name, Ray. So Jimmy Beat and Alex Balance and Ray, they went back into the house of Alex Balance. They walked down the path... In between the grass, it was made of 
dirt and pebbles and rocks and the sun was setting into the sky and the, the, the trees were in the background they were in the prairie and the sky was turning oranges and reds Alex Bounce got to the door of her house she opened the door and let Jimmy B and Ray go in first they walked inside and found that the table was set and there was shimmer fruit on some plates with a pit in the middle. And Jimmy Beat sat down and he said thank you to Alex Balance. He took a bite of the Sima fruit and he looked at Ray. And Ray said, How does it taste? And Jimmy Beat said, Ray, it tastes so good. I wish you could try it. And Ray said, I'm a robot. I'm a friend. I'm a fun do ball. I don't need to eat. I'm like a computer. He said, but, but you need, you must need to get something. Like, you don't need to eat at all. He said, I eat just like you eat, but I eat energy. So when I see that you're happy, then I'm happy. So when I see that you're eating and you're eating that beautiful fondue, fondue that beautiful sima fruit, I know that you're happy. And if you're happy, I'm happy. So Alex Balance and Jimmy B finished the, the sima fruit and it was almost time for bed. So Alex Balance went to her room and she showed Jimmy B to the room that he would stay in. It was a very small room. Actually, Ray said it looked like a closet. She made a little bed for Ray and a little bed out of hay for Jimmy B. She said goodnight. She said I have to get up early because I have my fun due in the morning and Stel Tzu is coming to practice with me and I got to go back to the Carnival of Peace tomorrow to help Joanna Camel with some of the work she has to do in Third City. I'm thinking of going to the Carnival of Peace in Third City and working there. So maybe you can stay here at my, in my house for a little while and watch it. Ray said, nope, we can't stay here. We have to head up the mountain and we gotta get to the School of Wishes. Jimmy Beat has more tools he needs to find. Jimmy Beat said, oh, yeah, you're right. We can't stay here. Jimmy Beat was happy to have a friend He'd been lonely and by himself for a long time. He hadn't seen his friend Charlie Motion in a long time, or Felix the dog, or his mom from back home. It felt nice to have his friend, the fun do ball, there with him. So Alex Bellix went to bed, and Jimmy Beat took Ray outside after dinner, or at least that snack they had of the fun do fruit. And they looked up at the stars. Jimmy Beat had never seen stars. At least not when he was in the gray field. Maybe sometimes he'd see advertisements in the sky, pictures, movies, but stars almost never. And Ray started. Yeah, yeah. and Ray started. Ray started to tell him about the different constellations, about the Big Dipper, and Orion and Aries, and all about how you can see in the stars, pictures from a long time ago. You could see how the directions too. He showed him the North Star. And he said, that's where we need to go. We need to go north towards the top of the mountain. We have to get to find the, we have to find the layer of the lioness to get the rest of your tools. Jimmy Beat said, we have to climb all the way up there? The lioness? Is that the nurse? And Alex Ballon said, I mean, the, um, the fun ball said, Ray. Ray said, yeah, I think the lioness is a nurse. Because Dr. Free's a doctor. She's the wife of Dr. Free. Dr. Free has a wife, he said? Yeah. He said, wow, I didn't know that.
But he said, I think we should go back inside and get some rest because we have to continue on our trip tomorrow. We got four more tools to get. Do you have your tools with you now? Jimmy Beat looked in his bag. He had his infinity goggles. He had his second heart. He had his electric kisses. And now he had his macro, micro, macro, macro, micro, macro phone, also known as the fundue ball. Fundue, it's a pet. It's a ball. It's a metaphor us all. So Jimmy Beat laid down to bed, and Ray said, I can tell you a bedtime story. Would you like to hear? He said, yeah. So Ray said, I was born in the School of Wishes. I was created by Dr. Free. I was programmed by Felix the dog. I was sent in training to the Banalis ship. I spent years at the Carnival of Peace. I even spent time helping the Infinite Elephant and the anonymous hippopotamus make Dr. Free merchandise. I've been waiting for the right person to be my friend, and I'm so happy to have you here with me. And Dream Beat smiled, and Ray smiled, and they both fell asleep. This is Barak Mayer Ben Yona Halevi. Welcome to this week's episode of Synchronicity. Now this week I'm just going to explain what I think synchronicity is and how to keep it running through your life. You have to think of yourself in a certain sense as you're going through a dark path in this world. There's a lot of negative things could happen. And imagine if you think the story of Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel, as they walk through the path, they worried about <clears throat> not getting lost, they put down breadcrumbs. And so you could imagine that the breadcrumbs are like little signs on the path taking you back home. And that the synchronicities that you find in your life, the coincidences, the insights, the small bits of intuition that tells you a voice telling you to do something, a person that you run into, those are like breadcrumbs of light that are taking you from where you are, which is the present moment, the now, the gift, which is light, and the place where you're going, which is also light. And the place in between now and where you're going can sometimes and oftentimes be dark. And the synchronicities are like breadcrumbs of light taking you from where you are to where you're going. In terms of the Shabbos, the Jewish Shabbath, that is the point of light. It's the beginning of the week. It's creation. It's also the end of the week. It's, uh, it's the battery to recharge, and it's the beginning and the end of the week. And so... Often in my home, on Friday nights, we talk about our highlights of the week or our breadcrumbs of light, one thing that we saw in our week to make us smile and keep us recognizing that Hashem, God himself, is watching over each and every one of us. So hopefully you can find those breadcrumbs of light throughout your week in different pieces of synchronicity, the Creator smiling upon you. Have a great week. This is Baruch Meir Ben Yonah Halevi with Synchronicity. <clears throat> You've reached the Bible, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. The first week, we discussed the idea that there is a creation, there is a creator, and therefore, if we are creations, we must have a purpose. If we must have a purpose, there must be something we're supposed to be doing, which is a really exciting thing to know, because it means you're here for a reason, you have stuff you need to do, 
super um, exciting. So that's one thing. The second thing we talked about, the fact that there is proof from a logical perspective that God made this virtual reality world in such a way that we could figure out that it makes sense that he's out there. And we went through the four-second proof of God. Um, this world, there's something. Before something, we know there was nothing. Nothing comes from nothing. So the nothing that we say came from nothing. Nothing can come from nothing. So the nothing that came from everything is really something. And that's something that we call God. Um, this week, we're going to talk about now like to the Bible itself. The Bible is the 24 books of the Tanakh. Really, we're focusing on the five books of Moses. How do we know? Can we? It must be if God made the world and then he gave us instructions, it must be some, somewhat logical that we have the instructions that make sense that we have them. So if you look at most religions in the world, um, and this has been treated more extensively by Rabbi Lawrence Kalman and permission to believe and permission to receive and various other people. I'm just going to try to break it down simple and smooth. Basically, if you look throughout the religions of the world, pretty much everyone is the same story. There's a guy, he says, God spoke to me, or someone spoke to me, and this is the truth, and that's it. More or less, you take it over. What makes the Jewish story unique is that we make this crazy claim that God spoke to like three million of us all at once. Um, it even says in the Bible itself, in the Torah itself, in Devarim, and Deuteronomy, that no one, will even, no one will ever even claim this because it's just a crazy claim. How could you claim that three million people saw something that didn't really happen and then get it to pro- propagate through history, just in terms of the communications? So Rabbi Kellen breaks it down into three possibilities, basically. So Moses comes down from the mountain and he says, well, basically the three step process, it's the now and it's the past, present, and the future. So Moshe, because a very, very charismatic Moses comes down from the mountain and says, Either in the future, God's going to speak to all three million of you, which would be not a very convincing. I don't know how you're going to convince anybody that that happened. So there's no way the story is that Moses came down and said, in the future, God's going to speak to three million people. Everyone believed it, told their children. They all changed their lives. They stopped keeping six, started keeping 613 mitzvahs, 55,000 additional uh, hyperlink laws. Uh, which is very j- difficult and challenging. They just do that for no reason. So the idea that Moses convinced us it's going to happen in the future doesn't make any sense. Okay, the second option is it's happening. It happened to you now. Moses comes down and said, t- tells a bunch of people who didn't experience it. By the way, th- uh, everyone, God just spoke to us all. And by the way, you have to change your whole lives now. And you have to keep 613 mitzvahs. And it's going to affect your sexual life and your eating life and every part of your life. And it all happened to you now, and I know you don't really remember it, but it just happened just now. It doesn't really seem that that would be possible. So the the only the, the, the other possibility is Moses comes down and he says that in the past, um, God spoke to three million of your ancestors. So what are the people? You know, Jews are pretty smart. What are they going? What are you going to say? No one ever told me about this. Like how you know? How, so how is Moses going to propagate this lie? The problem is, it seems like any of these three possibilities don't seem very possible. So, in a certain sense, the most logical possibility is if we're claiming that God spoke to three million people, and there's we can't come up with a reason that we could come up with a story that would make sense that you could fool three million people in this way. It must be it actually happened, and that's what we that's what we know, or you could say that's what we believe. And if you've ever met a very sincere, honest, kosher Torah Jew, 
it's very difficult to believe, as we believe when you read Isidorus, that the generations are getting worse and less spiritual, even though we're getting more physically advanced, we're getting less spiritually advanced, that uh, the great people of our past were passing on lies to us. When I know some of the greatest people that I know, for surely wouldn't lie to me about the smallest thing. So that's this week of the Bible, basic instruction before leaving earth. Just a hazard to go over. One, we know there's a creator, there's a creation, we have a purpose, and that we have instructions. And that's what we call the Torah. Have a great week. Hey, you've reached the flip side. Thank you for listening this week to Chapter 23 of the Third City Podcast. I didn't know if I was going to make it this week. I got one more week to fulfill my obligation. After that, we'll have to see and go decide how we're going forward. I hope everyone enjoyed a wonderful week this week. And I'm off on a trip to Milwaukee, which hopefully should be exciting. I want everyone to recognize, to remember, to know that you can be happy, that you should be safe, and to know that you're special.